this is real as it gets. I'm on a boat, motherfucker. Don't you ever forget. And for everyone listening, that is Lonely Island. I'm mm-hmm. on a boat. Okay. Circa <laughs> 2009. Nine. Yeah. Anyway, welcome. Fallen off the bandwagon slightly yet again. Yeah. <laughs> and I apologise for this. I don't know if it'll change, but let's just... Let's be real. It's probably not going to change for our overseas listeners because we have some overseas <laughs> listeners. <laughs> I can say that. Yeah. Um, we're at stage four restrictions down here in Melbourne. Exactly right. We are cooped up like sad chickens um, and it's not the most fun. All we have is our Zoom meetings like this and that's about it actually. <laughs> and an hour of exercise. Yeah, actually, you know what I might do? I might start off with something that I've that I hate this week. Okay, go ahead. That's got to do with stage four lockdown. Yeah. Um. So there are some conspiracy theories flying around mm. that the Victorian government has locked Victoria down um, in an elaborate Scheme. ploy to smuggle in child prostitutes, which I, I actually I don't think I've got words for it, to be honest. There is a lot of conspiracies, but this is probably one of the more dramatic of the few. Um, sorry to anyone that is a conspiracy theorist. Look, many things can be right. We're not sure. Who knows? But for the sake of just doing the right thing for now, I'm going to just stay inside. Yeah, um, I don't stand for conspiracies like this. I really don't. I don't have time for it. I think it's disgusting that people would even, to be honest, throw around these kinds of ideas. Like they're just so ludicrous that anyway, yeah. I don't want to bring one down, but yeah, that's something that's annoyed me this week. That's on a more serious note. That is quite an annoying thing for yeah. watching people fight in the comments. But, you know, I mean, that's Facebook for you as well. Since last time you spoke to us, not much has happened um, Georgie and I just talked for a week. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. Should we talk about the fight that we had? Um, we won't talk about the context of the fight, but it's always a similar sort of, um, like, turn of events <laughs> once it ends. Like, it's always, like, one of us will call and then the other one goes, well, it's, to be honest, it's usually Georgie saying, well, are you still angry? Huh? Yeah. yeah. And that's pretty much how yeah. it went this time, of course. Yeah, we only fight maybe two or three times a year. Yeah, I'd say twice a year is probably on average. But do you know what? They say these things are like a, a friendship that lasts more than 10 years is just like a long-term relationship. So these things happen. These things do happen. I've started seeing Lauren's psychologist as well. Um, Get it. So that's, throwing an extra, yeah. <laughs> so that's throwing some extra spice in the mix, which has been yeah. fun. Yeah, and she's... I now everything we do has to be run by her in <laughs> our words, absolutely not in her words. <laughs> yeah, and like, sorry, but she's definitely favoritized me, and I've only seen it over Zoom for one session. Lauren's been seeing it for years, so Georgie's yeah. giving the eyes, which is completely unethical, but <laughs> <laughs> so for my our initial hate of the week before you um, brought in the sad one. Um, mm-hmm. was going to be people with annoying orders. 
because we've discussed this many a time and this was actually on the original list that I had in my phone notes. Mm -hmm. So talk us through. Okay, so you're in line for maybe you could be in a drive-through line and you notice that the person in front of you is taking an awful long time or you could be in your coffee line and people are like, can I get a soy latte? Soy's milk, <laughs> soy milk's the devil's milk, by the way. But anyway, don't even start me on that. Can I get a soy latte but I need it half strength? I need it with three sugars. Um, you know, like just people like that, like they just drive me fucking crazy. And Lauren is one of these people. So for those of you who don't know, Lauren's vegan, which is fine. Nothing against that. That's cool. All power to you. Thank you. But she is such a fucking pain in the ass. I could be on the phone with her because we're usually on the phone all the time anyway. She's going through Macca's and this <gasps> is her all I'm not even kidding. This is her order. Hi. Um, yep. So can I please get a um, ice long black extra ice um, in a plastic cup? Um, yeah. Maybe some sugar syrup in it as well. But, yeah, extra ice. And then already the person's getting increasingly confused by the order. But it doesn't stop there. Okay, yeah, anything else? Yeah. Um, can I please get a um, English McMuffin with a hash brown? And um, can I also get some lettuce in that and tomato sauce and tomato? And they're like, okay, anything else? Yeah, can you make sure that there's tomato sauce in that? Yeah. Um, is that it? Yeah. Um. Yeah, 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 that's it. <laughs> like, it's, it is just the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. It's strikingly accurate. Yum, I would love it. I would love one of those English muffins right now. Oh, I would love one of those English muffins with hash brown, lettuce, tomato, and tomato sauce on the side, and a nice long black with extra ice in a plastic cup. It's because I'm thinking <laughs> against dome lids. It's not even the plastic cup. It's like I hate when they give me a dome lid and then it's always not put on properly and it's like spilling down the sides and they pass it to me and then I'm trying to grab the other stuff and then I put it in the car and it's just a mess. So I asked them to put the flat lid, but, you know. Lauren's also a really fast eater as well. I like to go to a restaurant and sit down and enjoy, but Lauren's like strictly business. It's like if you're going out for dinner... You're in and you're out. You get in there. You order straight away. She makes me read the menu immediately, then close the menu so it looks like we're ready to order. <laughs> and then... Don't and be in contact with anyone but the waitresses or waiters because we want to yeah. order. Yeah, then we're not allowed to talk until she's caught the <laughs> eye of the waitress. So we just sit there in silence until she's managed to do that. And then and we order... Hard then it's just tense because Lauren's just so ready for the food to come. Then the food comes and it's like, who can, who can beat who? It's like. And you know who's not winning you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm never winning. And then I end up just walking away with indigestion because as soon as we're done, we have to get up and pay and leave. But also I'd rather cram lots of fun into my night than just sit in one place. Dinner, going out for dinner is part of the fun. That's nice. Um, on the basis of food stories, I'm going to explain this story because you said you didn't remember it. 
Yeah. So this is when, okay, I'll set the scene. Taz and I had gone to LA. This was before studying abroad in Miami. It was New Year's Eve. We decided to have <laughs> we decided to have dinner <laughs> oh, in Santa Monica at this beautiful restaurant. And the server was so nice. He came up, he was talking to us for ages about, you know, is this this beautiful, like super fun. And he's like, Oh, I love Australia. Like, do you guys like camping? Well, like, not really, but you know, then we just go through all the motions. And then after the meal's done, he goes, Well, would you like would you like to see the desserts? And we go, yeah, well, there's, is there a, you know, is there a popular one or something? And he goes, well, I'll just bring it out for you. I'll bring out the desserts for you. Um, they're really good. How about, like, you just let me handle it sort of thing. I'm like, all right, I'll let, you know, it's New Year's Eve, whatever. Lauren would never put this there, No offence. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, about 15 minutes later, so it's like a little while now, and I'm like, what's he making? Lauren's getting antsy. She's like, yeah. where's the food? He comes out with this boat is the right word to use in this case, boat Boat. of desserts. So it's in this arc shape and there is desserts lining both sides and in the centre. So I'm talking like like there would have been about 12 or 14 little. They're like little little glass um, cups full of dessert, Mm. like, like a little jar I guess and there's four so I think oh these are little you know you just yum what a taste of water (laughs) (laughs) so Taz and I look at each other and then we're like do we just do it because he was standing there looking at us and then we're like do we just start eating (laughs) standing at the table and so we're like I guess so I just start going (laughs) start picking up one day go oh you know, uh, apple pie, yum. <laughs> Taz picks up one and she's like, oh, okay, oh, sticky date. <laughs> and then I, meanwhile, he's still here. We're eating once and then we're passing them to each other as we go, oh, try this <laughs> And the guy's standing there and then we're sort of like looking at each other like, is he going to go soon? And then he doing? Like he was just, just like he was like hands behind him, like smiling, sort of like you know, hmm. watching you pass. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> watching us like engulf these desserts, like we've got. We're on a time limit as well, you know. <laughs> He's placed this boat in the middle of the table, mm-hmm. and then and okay, so if they're little jars, mm. they're little jars, okay. little glasses, yeah, like little glass cylinder shapes. So you take one each, you start, you, you mm-hmm. what, you have a mouthful, two mouthfuls, and you're Yeah, I might have one. a bite and then I go, <laughs> we taste one and then we go, oh, that one's not very nice. <laughs> 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 we keep eating them and then after we've dug into maybe four or five of them, you yeah. know, after having one each and then going, oh, you try this one, it's yummy, and then not yeah. liking one of them either. Yeah, I think maybe it was five or six, I don't know. And then he goes, he's still standing there. So I don't know how we, how we like communicated to him that we were confused, but we were sort of like, you know, we just made a face at him. <laughs> and then he's like, he's like, oh, and he's talking through the desserts. Yeah, this one's really yummy. And then we go, oh, okay, well, do we just, you know, and he goes, oh, you just choose the ones you want to eat. 
<laughs> we've already finished at least half of five of them. So we're like, oh, the ones we want to eat, right. We were just, okay. And then so we just take the ones we've already eaten, including the one that we tried and we didn't really like, and just have to put yeah. them on the table and he takes the rest of the boat away with the, with the desserts. And then when the bill comes, it's like dessert. And then it's got like six or seven of these Oh, dessert, it's like got all the names of them and like seven of these desserts on the thing that we've just eaten. And I think they were only about $14 each or something. I was like, right. So he must have in his head been like, okay, I'm going to give these guys the desserts they can choose because they obviously come from a fridge or something. In the, rather than coming out on a plate, they've come in a boat. And we've just thought it's a testing platter to try every <laughs> single dessert. I don't know what our, like, like, what was our thought process that we thought we were going to try them this much as well, like these big scoops, and then be like, yeah, I'll take that one. Yeah, can you bring me out the big version of that? <laughs> What's also on him for not explaining it? That is, oh, my God, I love that. I would have loved to have seen that. I could have polished off all 14, no problem. You maintain this and I don't I don't think you're being truthful. Not that I think you can't eat, not that I think we all can't eat, but a whole plate of brownies, really? I, uh, okay, everybody, like I've been saying to Lauren recently, I've been trying to be on a diet the past couple of weeks. It is not going very well. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> um, I have like an epic sweet tooth and I keep saying to Lauren, like after I've had my like spinach and pumpkin for lunch, I'm like, I, there's, there is, I would have no issue eating a whole plate of brownies right now. Like just not an issue. I think she thinks get through four and then you'd be like, oh, too much, too much. No, easy. It'd be easy. And I like that you've said this because one day when this is all, we're out of lockdown, I will get a whole plate of brownies for you and I will sit there and we'll watch you eat it. It's like when people go, you like smoking, smoke a whole pack of cigarettes. This is what it will be like. Like it will not be an issue. You may as well um, at least do it in like a timely manner so you can get a world record or something. One tray of brownies in two minutes. I've been watching like... Muck, muck bungs. Is that, I don't even, I still don't know how to say yeah, it. Yeah, muck bungs or whatever, yeah. Like I get a kick out of it. Oh, you enjoy oh, it? Yeah, because I'm like, wouldn't it be cool to eat, I mean, not 20,000 calories, but if you gave me the option to eat like four or 5,000 calories. Like a whole tray of like chips from Macca's and all of this stuff. Okay, another thing we wanted to discuss, which Georgie's kept me up to date with all week, has been people on Hinge or whatever dating apps they are, answering questions in just yep. the most incredible ways. Yeah, we've done this for a couple of weeks now. Um, I'm, not, I'm obviously not going to name people's names, but let's just call this guy James, right? Yeah. So James writes, like he's a total nerd. Like, Love it. Anyway, fun, not for me, but that's okay. He writes, like the question is I'm looking for, and, and he writes, partner in crime. We've heard that one before. But he disclaims it and he says, not actual crime, though. <laughs> this is the best because partner in crime, not actual crime. Just letting you know, girls, not actual crime. I'm not into that. <laughs> not actual crime. I'm like, what's happened in your past, James? Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, and the other one, this was another good one. 
the award yeah. I should be nominated for, World Heavyweight yeah. of Cheekiness. <laughs> like what is wrong with people honestly like i get a real kick out of hinge it's certainly entertaining i love i love when you send me hinge people um they were probably the best ones of the week there's been some like ones with awful photos like this could be us if you remember that one and it was just oh like a, a monster i'm going to describe it as like a Mythical monster with a tongue like a dragon um, suckling on the breast of a woman. Of a human woman, yeah. It's a it's a dragon human. It's a like there's and I, I remember I remember this guy because his next photo because on Hinge now you can like upload a video instead of a photo, mm. and it was like him with pop off taking off his pants and I was just like what why why are you doing this yeah can we request that people if they get some good screenshots they send them through to us because like I really enjoy these and Lauren can't give me any in return nor can most of my friends so I need to get my I can't be the only one that's going through this but in other news I haven't heard from my bachelor application and I'm really sad about this. I, to be honest, not only was the application good because, you know, you got your photos, everything. I spent a good two hours writing out that application with you and filling it in. So tell me where I went wrong with The Bachelorette. Yeah, I've been watching this season. Um, obviously, the Australian season, The Bachelor this year, for those of you who don't know, is his name's Lockie. He's like off um, Survivor, which I don't watch. Um but the show is a fiasco. Like, it honestly is just a fiasco. I don't know how how else I could possibly explain it. But you know what's worse than The Bachelor at the moment? The Masked Singer. <laughs> I feel like I'm on acid whenever I watch this show. <laughs> we watched an example before of um, because I got into a habit of getting roped into videos on YouTube when I'll watch, like, auditions for things and then all of a sudden I'm watching The Masked Sin- Singer, like, <laughs> reveals and, like, it's just like a, a downward spiral into these ridiculous videos. And so before we checked out the most recent 2020 Masked Singer and we saw the cactus with boobs, the cactus with boobs, and then it's yeah. like a voiceover that they've dubbed to have a high pitch because they don't want to reveal who it is, as if we'll know. I don't understand how this is a TV show. And they're like, robot, wizard, echidna, goldfish. Who is that? Who is that? I feel like I'm in some weird parallel universe when I watch it that I'm the only one seeing it for what it is. Who is behind the mask? And I'm like, well, it's no one good. <laughs> well, I can tell you ahead of time, it's not going to be an A-grade celebrity. Yeah, even though the judges keep guessing, people are like, oh, it's Taylor Swift. It's Celine Dion. Oh, I think it's Zac Efron. I'm like, but it's not. It's just not, is it? Like it's. Yeah, I don't know about you, but I think Zac Efron's got better things to be doing than going on an Australian shitty TV show where the judges are like, Husey. Like who also has to do with music anyway. 
No, I know. Zach Efron's living it up in um, Byron Bay, though. Isn't that weird? Or at least has a house there. Like, I know he's in Byron Bay at the moment. I love listening to kids, especially in text message. It's mm. so, like, doesn't make any sense when you're reading it. And no. they, like, and all the slogan, the slogans, all the slang words they use now and stuff, it makes me laugh. It makes me sound very old, but, oh. Like, it does. It's funny. It's so funny. And they're always like, oh, that's trash. Or- yeah, it's like Aaron when he went through his, like, real gaming phase, like maybe probably Paulie's age, like 13, 14, and he still yeah. loved gaming, but, like, when he was, like, really into that stuff and you'd see, I'd see him out, like, we'd go for dinner and there would be, like, a whole family dinner and we'd be meeting at some restaurant. And then, like, he's just sitting there, like, not saying a word. And I'm like, hey, Az, how's your week going? Good. Oh, okay, and did you do much at school? No. I'm like, nah. okay. All right. Well, uh, how's, you know, are you have you chosen any new subjects for next year, you know? Uh, no, because they're all trash. Oh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Just like every, apparently everything's trash in their yeah, eyes. And then like, then I've got the flip side where I've got a little sister who's, um, how old's your vet now? Maybe 10? Yeah, 10, I'd say. Grade five. Um, and she sends me messages off mum's phone. <laughs> and what was it the other day? God, she's so funny. She's she, so cute. I'll find it. We call her Puppet. Like that's her um, that's her nickname in the family. And she sends me a video and she's like, this is Puppet. I learnt French. Look at this, lol. <laughs> she sends like an emoji that she's made of herself and it's a wink face. And she's like, lol, so funny. Puppet is the best at French. <laughs> <laughs> she's so sweet and innocent. And then I just send emojis back and she's like, isn't it good? And I was like, yeah, so good. And she's like, another emoji wink face. I love doing it. It's so funny. <laughs> oh, she's so sweet and innocent. And then yeah. you've got these shitty little 13, 14 year old boys that are just like our brothers. Oh, no, it's trash. Nah, yep. Nah. That's trash. <laughs> yeah. And then mum tells me the other day, remember I told you this? Mum goes, maybe you should call your brother for a catch-up. And I'm like, okay, well, I can, absolutely. But, uh, you know, are you taking, you know, you guys going on walks or something? Like, obviously any kid is going to hate being locked up for this long. Yeah, and then she's like, yeah, well, your dad and I have been trying to do yoga in the lounge room and encouraging him, but he won't do (laughs) it. I'm like, no (laughs) shit. I wouldn't want to do yoga in the lounge room with my parents at 14. (laughs) I still don't want to do yoga in my lounge room. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm like, since when do they do yoga as well? It must be a new, like, quarantine thing, which I love. But, I mean, Aaron is by no means going to partake. Yeah. I don't know any kid that would do yoga with their parents. Oh, it's so funny. They're just so, yeah. like, doing their own thing at this age. And, like, we must have been the same. I can't, I can't quite remember. I remember being, like just like a child at this age way more than they are, but that's probably because of social media and the internet and stuff. Like, you know, what I love most, like reading Aaron's Instagram comments when girls comment on his photos. He said to me earlier this year, he's like, we're talking about girls. And which I was really surprised if he would even talk to me about this because you just, like, you know what boys are like that age, they just shut off completely. Mm -hmm. 
But then we were talking, I was like, oh, you got a girlfriend, Paulie? And he's like, oh, no. And I'm like, oh, okay, do you want one? And then he goes, well, I mean, I want one, but I don't need one. And I'm but like, I ain't got the truth, Paulie. Like, seriously, <laughs> like, you get it, my dude. I have a, I have a story. Yeah. When Aaron, you, you must remember this, that before lockdown was happening, Aaron was, he's a bit of a social butterfly with his friends. Like, he's always going out. He's always somewhere doing something, you know. Yeah. So one night he's got his friend over and then the, they go into mum and dad's room at 11 o'clock at night and knock on the door. Dad, dad, dad. And dad's like, what? Like, what do you want at this I time of night? I would have if I did something like this to my parents. Oh, my God. Like, could you imagine at our age if oh we were just God. like, please take me out now? Absolutely not. Oh, <laughs> but anyway. I wouldn't even ask. But, yeah, anyway, keep going. Then, then Aaron goes, Dad, can you take us to Imogen's? And dad's like, <laughs> um, well, I like no and then he comes to the door again and he keeps annoying him now mum and dad have met Imogen and the parents and apparently she's allowed to have like friends stay over and stuff and they've because they've got additional rooms you know that's fine even the fact that it's at 11 o'clock at night was already a no for me let alone being at some red like you know a girl's house so then dad goes all right whatever get in the car I'll take you because it's crazy 15 minutes away. I can't believe Jerry did that. That's I know. insane. I know. I think he was just over it by this stage. And he said to Aaron as they leave the house, now you are sure that she, her, her dad has said yes. Like, can I see her dad when we get there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said yes. He said yes. The dad's at the door. Dad drops them off. As dad's backing out the driveway, he notices they're still just standing in the doorway. And so dad <laughs> just waits for a bit. And then he calls Aaron. He goes, why aren't you going inside? And Aaron goes, Imogen's dad said no now. <laughs> and then, and then Aaron was going to like call your dad back. Would have waited so, until he got home before he called. Yeah, and then he takes. So dad goes, get in the car. We're going back home. They get five minutes down the road, and then Aaron goes from the back seat. Yes, Imogen's dad said yes again. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I reckon dad would have been livid by this stage. And he's just like, okay, and you're 100% that his, her dad has said you can stay now because I'm not coming back a third time. Yeah. And then he's like, yeah, yeah. And then so dad watches them go in the door. I don't know why. The, they must have arrived the first time and the dad must have seen them and then been like, Imogen, uh, I told you they're not allowed to come now. I don't know. I don't know who Imogen is or why this happened. But, and then, yeah, when Dad told me this story, he's like, I know, like, you know, <laughs> a bit out of character to take them at that time and now, night to stay at their friend's house. But, oh, my God, I just would never have thought to ask. You give kids an inch and they take a mile. Oh, absolutely. And then that reminds me of another thing that, um, like my grandma calls me with the most random things and I forgot to tell you this one. So, you know, usually she'll call me, it'll be something random like, now I don't want to pry, but you should probably speak to your dad about getting a full citizenship for Australia. Oh, my God. Yeah. So I'm just like, I was like, well, you know what now? I'll let him know. I will let him know. It is a good observation that you've made. (laughs) Yeah, I'll be sure to let him know. 
Oh, it's so hilarious. But anyway, I'm going to keep on, um, I'll have to write down next time she calls because there's always something random that comes up that I'm like, I don't know where this has popped up from, but apparently, you know. Yeah, see, my grandparents, it's like, you know, they call me and then I end up getting stuck on the phone with them for 45 minutes and they've since taken their number into a private number because, of course, they think that someone's out to get them. Like, yes, because they because if someone's listening, of course, of all people in Melbourne or the world, they would be listening to some elderly people. My grandparents, yeah. So they don't have mobile phones or anything. They've still got the landline and they've taken it off. Um, like it's a, it's a private number when they call. But then the other day it was like I had to call my grandma because it was her birthday and then she has to put granddad on the phone and, like, you just can't get my granddad started on things. Like, if you start, like, he always manages to bring religion into some kind of conversation yeah. because Not I don't know what's happened to him in the past. I don't know if something's happened, but, like, he's very anti-religious. Like, he's just, like, he can't believe people believe it and it's just become this whole thing. It's, like, just let people believe what they want to believe, granddad. Yeah, like, relax. But then, like, and they have to know everything, so it's, like, when I moved into this apartment, I have to give them the address so they can look it up on like um, on the map and stuff. Like they have to know where it is. And then, you know, like, cause I bought the block of land, like not long ago, it's like, I have to give them all the details so they can look it up. Otherwise, like they just get really upset. So I want to be involved. Yeah, they've got to be involved. Well, we will definitely bring more um, grandparent stories in the coming episodes. I would like to say coming weeks, but I don't want to make promises too soon. So No, wait till you start hearing stories about our mums. Our mums are the real That's where crazy. the real stories are. But, yeah, we'll save that, save that for next episode because I think that's going to be a whole episode of stories. I also want to do a more elaborate, like, travel stories and high school stories, but plenty of time. So, as we said previously, send us in your print screens from Hinge or what's the other one? Um, Bumble, anything, Bumble, anything you, anything you guys use because they're very entertaining. They are very entertaining. Um, I love them. And we'll continue to bring you some uh, dislikes for the week to add to the list. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next Thanks time. Thanks, everybody. Bye.